My purpose in life is to leave my dent in the universe in absolutely everything I do, as well as to inspire and help others do the same. For someone to leave their dent in my life is a privilege. For me to leave my dent in someone else's life is an honor. But to inspire and help others leave their own dent in the universe is an indescribable feeling. I plan on doing this through this podcast by celebrating my guests and inspiring my listeners, all while leaving my own dent in the universe and helping others do the same. My name is Fer Andrade, and this is Denting. Good evening or good morning whenever you're listening to this. I'm back here in my podcast, Denting. I'm here with a teammate, a friend, a leader, a captain, a musician, artist, and a really smart guy. Um, I'm here with Francisco Perez, Cisco, Suave Cisco, all these nicknames, Pancho. How, how are you, bro? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me on. I mean, it's a pleasure to, to be here. I mean, you're the, you're the man. You ain't got to tell me I'm the man. You're the man, bro. So, uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here for sure. No, thanks for being here, bro. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you want to introduce yourself real quick just to everyone that may or may not know you uh, back home, your major, position, sport, etc.? Yeah, so, I mean, like, you, you kind of gave a wonderful intro already, but, yeah, Francisco, uh, been I'm from Santa Clarita, and, uh, yeah, soccer was for sure um, my first love, and that's what got, honestly, I would say the ball rolling, for sure, played since I was, I want to say something, I could walk, for sure, and that, along with that, um, my, my dad taught me how to like how to play my first instrument which was the piano uh, okay luckily and uh you know the really crazy origin story for that i didn't really want to learn to begin with and uh he he forced me in a way not not in a not in like a bad way but in a loving way for sure that i now appreciate grew up in the church i'm catholic like yourself yes so uh grew up in the church grew up in the in the church groups uh, my mom and my dad are very devout uh, Catholics always serving and uh, my whole family I have uh, three siblings it's my older brother Emmanuel then me then my sister Emily and my little brother Caesar or family of six nice um, typical you know lower middle class family you know really really close and really centered on God first and foremost so uh, yeah I want to say that's where my that's where my origin really started you know life for me was literally soccer uh, music church and family for as long as i can remember and then luckily my senior year i had the opportunity to come get recruited to the best public university cal and that's where this other journey started for me which was really more of an independent journey uh coming in here on my own i was the first one out of my family to go to college nice um i was really really proud of that and my parents were really proud of that so i knew like coming here was gonna it was gonna be a huge change in my life but i knew it was gonna be be something uh, great yet scary at the same time and and now fast forward to these four years they flew by yeah they i can imagine really flew by and and i uh, really expanded soccer wise i think it was a great experience and more so just the new people that i met and uh and fell in love with here in berkeley and and is what opened up my new chapter in life which was like you said diving more into a musical career that I like and then majoring in applied math, which is what my major is, getting my degree in that with a focus on computer science, which 
you can, it's been a journey for mm-hmm. sure. It's been a journey. Um, That's tough, know, especially at Cal. Yeah, challenges. You know, applied math and computer science is no joke, but but through thick and thin, people have been there to support me, and I, and I think without my family, without my friends, without my girlfriend, without everybody like supporting me, I think I wouldn't be able to be in a great spot where I am now and just excited to see where that takes me. Like you said, I'm uh, luckily I can say that I have a lot of a lot of options out there. I have a lot of things that I'm diving into. Like you said, my music career, uh, my soccer career, which is still going and, and, uh, my degree, which is, which is in a great spot that I, I think I would never have thought I would be in. And I'm glad I am in that spot right now. And, and that's fantastic. That's just what I want to talk with you about. Um, how someone gets to do all three things at once, have a social life, yeah. have a girlfriend, have a great family. So let's start from the beginning. You talk a lot about your support group and the people that are there for you. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that soccer was your first love, but then also that you started playing the piano. Who influenced you to start playing soccer and get into your passions of both sport and instrument and things like that? Yeah, so so like I mean, like I, I mentioned, uh, very close family. Like my my dad and my mom were huge grinders. You know, immigrated to this country from Mexico, and uh, with nothing, they they created you know a wonderful family. And those have been my pillars for sure. My mom and dad love them to death. Um, yeah, it was it was both of them. I I want to say you know my my dad you know played soccer, grew up had that soccer culture. My mom had that in her family as well. And growing up, all I saw was soccer around me. I would go to the park, see soccer, want to play. Uh, all that was on TV was soccer, and I didn't mind. I I sat there with my dad on the weekends watching soccer. I would look forward to it, and soccer was was just my life. It was just something that I I couldn't live without at an early age. And I was you know playing on two three teams and just having a blast and that's really how that love started and and with music it was a similar story except like i said it it really that more revolved around and originated in the church uh we my dad actually taught himself how to play the guitar because he himself you know was into music but never really had a professional background in it never never got taught by you know a musician or went to school he just fell in love with my mom and my mom and was the one pushing him to come into church and the way he really connected was with the music okay. in church and so he he decided to he wanted to learn learn guitar taught himself the guitar taught himself the keyboard the piano and i think what really stems what really is is that like i said my parents really pushed my siblings and i like we all play instruments and it's thanks to them because they really they really helped us and pushed us gave us that little push that we needed like uh, who's to say we wouldn't have learned it eventually but but they didn't take that they said no like you guys are young but down the road you will appreciate this and i'm believe me i appreciate it more than they know so yeah i was like seven or eight when my dad no i'm probably younger than that like six seven well when my dad first gave me the guitar and i didn't didn't want to didn't want to do it it was it was painful. I don't know if you've ever tried to play guitar. Like when you first start, your fingers are just sore. So yeah. I didn't want to. My older brother was already playing the guitar because he was pretty okay. Um, pretty okay. He was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I was like, that's not for me. And so, okay, he said, you know what? If you don't want to play guitar, it's fine, but you're going to play something. Yeah. So then we had a keyboard and, I, and he's like, all right, go do that. And that was more of my speed, I would say. So started with that, fell in love with that. And then... Yeah, at a, at a young age, he had my brother and I, the first two of the, the, of the family. We were playing with my uh, with the church group already. 
Uh, I think I was like nine or ten. My brother was eleven or twelve, and he was playing the guitar. I was playing the piano, and and I think for me that's when everything picked up because I, me myself, fell in love with 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 that, and I went a step further and I said, Dad, I want to sing, and okay. so. We kind of did that whole thing. He would let me uh, learn some songs. I would sing them, and it was like, you know, oh, it's so cute. You're so young. You do. I'm like, yeah. But um, for me, it was just like that's what I like to do. I, I never thought, oh, I wanna, I wanna be an artist when I grow. No, it's just like I like to do this. Hey, can you help me? Te-? And he said, yeah, go. Like here, this is what we're gonna do, and we do that. And it's funny. I actually got into songwriting the same way. I uh, I was like 12, 11, 12, and, and I said, uh, you know what? I can play. So, you know, I can play, I can sing a little. And I said, I like these songs that I'm hearing, all again, all church-related. And I was like, you know what, I think it can take a step further. And and I did that. And I honestly, I did it without anybody knowing. I was like, I don't want anybody to know that I'm doing <laughs> this. A little shy, you know? Yeah. But that happened. And then finally, like, one day, I was like, hey, mom, like, like do you want to hear something? And play it for her. And she's like, oh, I've never heard that one before. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, I actually wrote it. And then that's also what kind of like, no, you know, another hidden talent that they saw in me and they, you know, my mom and my dad are like super proud and pushed me to do that and, and more so it's more of that the whole the whole going through middle school and high school things change you grow up a little you start you know drifting one way or another in terms of just more friends more more time for that less time really you know to dive into other things but regardless music and soccer and church were always uh like a pillar they, they couldn't be changed like it was, it was a foundation foundation there wasn't anything that really went into that that was like anything can revolve around that but those three don't move soccer music church yeah and so uh went through middle school and high school was in the in the in the band there and now it's you know actually learning a little bit more professionally i played the saxophone which uh, i thought was a huge challenge because no one in my family played a, a, a instrument like that a okay. saxophone totally different i yeah i can assume yeah so i learned how to read music and, and do a little bit more in terms of like the school of actual music and the theory and stuff like that and that's where i kind of kind of continued to like it outside of just like oh it's just something you do on the weekends it, it was something that i kind of liked and then moving forward now, fast forward, I kind of just had it in the back pocket, nothing really like, oh, this is what I'm going to do, because I, I think soccer was still so huge for me that I decided to go that route. And luckily, that, like, soccer, high school, getting recruited, doing that whole process, coming to Cal, and then coming here, and then being in, in such a different new place, you know, there's ups and downs, as you know. 100%. And, and, and in those downs, I think it was really crucial that I had music, because I would, you know, be in my room and... And like, I'm just going to create something because that's, that's, you know, a happy place for me. Like you said, it, it's it, luckily I'm able to have th- three, you know, when one is not feeling so great and the other one is, isn't either. You still have another one where you can say, like, that's still me. That's still my persona as part of me that one lifts up the other, you know, and then they all kind of come into. So so that was really how I discovered, like, that I really, really, really loved music was when those tough times here at Cal, you know, soccer, uh, having bad days. And, you know, just diving into that music, creating something from nothing. And, and it's just something that I, a process that I fell in love with. And now I can say that I, I'm getting better. And, I, and now I can say it's even better for me. I love it so much that, like you said, it's it's still the three pillars that I have to this day that, that I don't, I'm just so grateful for. Yeah. And with those three pillars, um, I, I sense something from you. So culture-wise... I mean, soccer is there because of your family culture. 
religion, I mean, is obviously separate, but it's also part of the family culture in a way. Um, and to my understanding, it's great that your dad found his way to the word of God through music and that he inspired you guys to go through that same path as well, which even opened up more paths for you. Throughout that whole time, I think many people could say, okay, playing soccer and writing music, it can balance out, right? Because you're not going to be playing soccer all day. So you have time to do music. When did you fit the time for school? Because, okay, you're the first to go to college in your family. Not any college, right? You're going to UC Berkeley. And besides that, you're also not doing an easy major. I don't think there's an easy major at Cal, but there's a lot of student athletes, right, that just play the sport and get in. It's, it's just realistic yeah. for D1 athletes. But you're not doing an easy major. So how do you balance all of those th- three things? And did your family or support group or culture just push that side as well? Yeah, no, 100% that you're right. It, it's something that, I mean, that's just subtle, but but it, to tell you the truth, it's just all sacrifice. It's, okay. it's sacrifice, like you said. There's no, no magic button where you can say, like, oh, uh, you come home tired from soccer, you do a little bit of music, and you get brain dead, and you just push a button, and you're like, oh, homework's done. <laughs> There's a lot of sacrifice that goes into it, for sure, and and I think it's just something, like you said, culturally, my support group, my parents, my family, ever since a young age, it's something that, like, was part of my personality. I, I was very, very, very busy, like, you don't, you don't understand, like, we were very busy, yeah. so, like, for example, like, my parents were very invested in this church group, but on the weekends, there was tournaments, you know how tournaments go. For sure. It's everywhere, it's, you know, every single in day, San every Diego, you're in San Bernardino, you're in NorCal, SoCal different you know so it, it was a lot of a lot of sacrifice starting with my parents then my siblings and myself and just like our family knew like there the times weren't easy there were a lot of times where like we're going to a tournament and then we have a church retreat like right after so we're driving back and like you know like changing in the car we're so tired but we're still doing this getting home late after a retreat which they're all day and still having to do homework like like you said and i think it's like I could have barely easily been like, you know, like, screw this, it's too much. But like I said, my parents, my, like, just hearing how my dad's story, hearing my mom's story, hearing, like, the opportunities they gave us, kind of just knowing that, you know what, as hard as I have it now, I could have had it harder. So I'm just going to keep pushing, pushing. And it started since then, I want to say, like, and, like, my older brother knows this, like, my younger sister, my, my little brother, we all know that. And that's why I think... Like you said, it's just something culturally that our family just kind of ingrained and it started like by example from our parents and it became something innate in us that we just knew like this is what ha- like this is what it takes. This is what it is. And and there's some days, don't don't get me wrong, where I'm just sitting in my room or sitting, you know, I'm like, just like I, why I, I'm tired, like I'm exhausted. I don't yeah. want to do this, especially here now. Fast forward to Cal, like I think it's even more of a challenge because like you don't physically have that support group, at least personally me. Like I said, like my family was a huge role. Like my fr- friends back home, same thing. And not having that being here, yeah, you have new friends, but it's a whole new start. You know, not everybody knows where you're coming from, and, yeah. and it's just different culturally. And so, not having that is is probably been one of the biggest challenges in my life. But I think it just goes back to like, you know, how, how you get good at anything. You really repetition. You've done it so much that, you know, something in the back of your head just goes, you know, keep going, keep going, keep going. And so, again, coming in with an applied math, my, my dad was really like, my dad and my mom were both pushing like, you know, you're good with school. So keep pushing, you know, have have that degree, have it something that you want it to be where at the end of the day, 
you know, you can use it. And I'm, and I'm over here like, I don't know, but I really liked math. I really liked coding. I really liked that. And so, um, I really, you know, worked hard in that. And the first couple of years were so hard. I, I literally did not know what was going to happen. And luckily, like through, through hard work and through faith, it, it, it came about. So, so again, I think it's like you said, very cultural, very, very something that is just ingrained in my family and that I appreciate and that now I come to appreciate because now it's just almost automatic. Sometimes there's bad days, but, you know, you just got to push through those bad days, those tough days. Yeah, for sure. And I want to emphasize a bit on those tough days. And I want to go back to one of your points about how you've had rough patches here at Cal. I think everyone has. I've talked about it um, with many people personally. I'm still going through my rough patches right now. As you may know, I mean, obviously in general, you you know, like with soccer and stuff. Um, But besides that, I want to know a bit more about your story. So you talk a lot about your support group. You come to Cal and that support group, like you said, is no longer there. You go through rough patches. So how do you deal with that? And like you said, sometimes two things aren't there. The third one is how do you balance it? How do you do it by yourself? Yeah, and, and I, that's that's honestly probably the key is, is just the whole being by yourself for me was the challenge. Um, I, I think I, I, I think early on uh, before coming to college, I really felt this sense of like, okay, I know I'm good. I, I can do things independently, like independently, but they mean, they mean two different things when you're not away from your family. Like when I was at home, I knew that I had a test coming up. I wouldn't tell my parents, but I'd take care of it. Yeah. Right? I had in practice or I had to go work out uh, extra to, to get ahead. I knew that's what it took. And I would do it without telling my parents because I was like, okay, I can do this. But when you take a step now into that next level of college and, and you're here and you still think you can do that, which is which is the case, but, but when you don't have on those bad days, like I said, those times where you're just really exhausted, things aren't going your way, you know, with soccer, for example, you know, there's injuries, that's really usually how the ball gets rolling in the wrong direction, you have an injury, you have a bad day, bad practice, bad week, you know, you get hammered by midterms, by quizzes, you know, you, you thought you were okay, but it comes in, it hits you, and you have now a bad week in school, bad week in soccer, and now you don't have your family to be, like, there to be, like, it's okay, like, you're gonna, you know, and so you gotta do that internally, and that was my biggest challenge, is like things like that kind of like piled up on me. I thought, and like I thought I could do it all for sure by myself. And then it comes a time where, where you realize that like, it's 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 just so tough when 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 your support group isn't necessarily at, at an eyesight. Like, yes. Right here with you. Like you know they're you know they're at home. They're cheering you on. You know, they're saying you know you got this. You got this. But it's different when when you don't see that when you can't necessarily go and like talk to your little brother and just get your mind off of something. It, it's tough. And I think that was my biggest challenge for sure, going through those rough patches of, you know, rough exams. You know, the the like Cal's not like you said, Cal's not easy. It's and, not. And no matter what you do, whatever degree, whatever major you get, it's not easy. So there are gonna be tough times, and that's something that being the first generation in my family going to college, I I kind of knew in the back of my head, but I didn't really know how 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 those bad days, how bad those got. So. So I think it was eye-opening, and I now I've learned to love those days because those are the days where you prove something to yourself and you realize the most about yourself, like how much courage you can have, how strong your mind is, how strong you know, your heart can be, how strong your support group, you know, just reaching out and doing all those things. And like you said, those three pillars were huge for me, and those are things that I kept going to, soccer, 
music and God. And God was huge because I know coming here, it gets even tougher because at home you have your family to be able to go, oh, let's go to church, let's do this, let's do that. When you're here, there's no one to tell you that. And more so, you have to be willing to put yourself in a situation where where this, like, you, again, you, you individually find a way to connect with God and have Him be the center of your life. And there was a lot of times where... It was tough for me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. There was t- times where I wouldn't forget, but I just thought, oh, like it's gonna take away time. And it wasn't until I realized, no, that again, I gotta go back to what I know, my three pillars. Exactly. And again, those were part of the, the bad times where I was just kind of like felt all over the place. Felt like I, I I was just not centered. Felt like I was you know up and down, up and down. But, it, but again, it's going back to that whole, you know, kind of like that whole path of the whole journey of finding who you are individually away from all the support and everything um that was my journey for sure and i I enjoyed it and i'm still going still on the journey for sure new chapters ahead but those are my biggest takeaways from from those days that you said yeah Uh, i'm just when you're describing this whole thing i can't not think of my dad personally because something he would always tell me um, as soon as I overcomplicated things, whether it be in soccer games or in school or extracurriculars, he would always tell me, just go back to basics. And, and I know he'll be watching this and yeah. he'll probably <laughs> smile here, but it's go back to the basics, you know? And that's what you're doing with your values. Something I think a lot about personally is I like to call it like uh, the Jenga theory or, or something. It's like my own idea. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody else has it and I didn't create it, but... You know, the, the game Jenga and stuff. Right, yeah. So if you don't have those values in the foundation, that base, if you take those, in this case, three mm-hmm. away, the whole tower is going to fall, you know? And, and that's mm-hmm. how I see it. Without those three pillars, without those three values that you have, you're not going to be able to build off of anything else. So I think what you're saying there with values, I identify with personally a lot as well. Um, in our case, like you said, with faith, Something for me, I mean, I went to a Catholic school mm. from kindergarten to senior year of high school. Nice. And then I come to a public school in Berkeley, and that's change. completely different. Yeah. It's a big change. But then it was on me to go to Mass on Sundays because I was like, if, if I don't go now that I'm away from home, I don't know what's going to happen. So it was on me to, I don't know if this happened to you, but the values that I had back home, I had to emphasize a lot like to overdo them while I'm alone just to make sure they're always there because if I didn't they could just slip away I don't know if you've ever felt that way like you have to do the extra when you're by yourself when you're independent yeah and I think that's funny that you say that because I literally have conversations in you know like just thoughts in my head same thing where it's where it's you realize you're like no like let me let me go back I'm a very big person that like I, I like I love to have a clear-cut schedule I know things can change yeah. but I need to have like certain things in order that's just how I operate so like you said there was times where I first got here and I was like okay mass Sundays found the mass the new mints here on campus and everything you know okay that that's that's in order every Sunday and then and then you know school had that schedule practice boom and and it was going great and then you start to like you say you mess a little bit with it you said oh, maybe I can get you know I didn't go one Sunday it's okay like like yeah I had to study I had to study I had that excuse right and then it turns into two weeks and then now you're like oh wait and you're thrown off and like you said it's going to take back to your Jenga yeah and it's literally that it's it's just you mess with it a little bit and and not to say that you couldn't do it but but what I've started to realize and I just kind of 
thought about this talking to other people in my recent um time right here it's uh it's it's we we don't realize that life in itself is just a marathon and we like to think about it in little spurts but there's a lot of things that you just need to to be kind of ingrained in your head and just like you said like just continue going to to the basics something that works for you the your three pillars because it's not saying that you got to make it now and here like you know everybody obviously wants to be up here everybody wants to be you know the new influencer the new artist the new this and the new that but but there's steps to these things there's there's a path and a journey to it that each person goes through himself but you got to level up and that comes over time comes with patience relentlessness and just consistency and i think that's the consistency part that i didn't realize until those rough patches until i started overcoming those by by saying you know what i'm just gonna keep doing the same thing week by week by week and progressing and and there's gonna be tough times but as long as i keep coming back to the same thing training god trusting the process you know trusting my family my support group my friends my girlfriend everything myself and then just coming and showing up in itself and doing everything that I know how to do to its full ability and just being present, I think that's the biggest thing you can ever do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think um, just co- connecting with with this on, on all the values, like if, yeah, like, like you said, if you don't have them, it's like you start losing yourself a bit. And that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. And with the pandemic, I had a lot of time off and that's how I like regained myself in a way, you know? Um, but... T- taking all of these values into that thing you were saying about nothing being too quick it it's all a marathon right yeah how do you continue in a marathon when humans are just so in love with quick races right obviously people love the quick results things yeah. like that you have those three pillars do those three pillars what do you describe them as your purpose your your why in in life that that drives you or or is it a destination yeah uh i used to i used to think there was a destination like you said like i used to think that oh no it's it's give me after these four years of college i'm gonna i'm that's like after these four years i'm gonna have the job of my dreams i'm gonna have the career of my dreams i'm gonna have people coming and like begging to have me work for them or play for them or this or that or like i know and i used to think about that and i'm like but if I'm not coming on this journey, if I'm not evolving, if I'm not becoming a better person, a better player, a better student, a better, you know, son, brother, whatever what have you, you know, musician, artist, if you're not growing in that process and you're not enjoying that, that's what I learned that that's, that's what gives you a set purpose. That's what gives you, because things can change. Like, you know, you know, God forbid you have a, a terrible injury and there's your career and so where's the destination now what what gets you going is 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 who you are and learning about yourself and that's that's the privilege that i've been able to have and and looking back and you said i think covid was huge because it kind of taught us that in an instant things can stop things can change like you thought i thought i had like i said a whole year planned out of what i was going to do um steps to go uh school like classes left and in the instant everything stopped closed down and now kind of hit the reset button. Now you got to figure out what to do and how to adapt. And I guess it goes back to that showed me that like, instead of really focusing on where you're going is how how you're doing it, how you're arriving there, how prepared are you, how how is your mental strength and how is your ability to, to adapt and yeah. to overcome. And so, and so like you said, I think those three pillars for me, music, 
God, you know, soccer, and, you know, even had my family, my friends, every, everything around me, that's, I've realized to come that that's my identity and that's what I've grown to love and gives you that sense of purpose. And that's what you said. I think it gives me like, that's my role and I'm going to do my best to do that role. And I'm going to be the best version of myself just for that, for that sole purpose, give myself all to that every day, show up. And that's, I think that's now what I've grown to love and that's what keeps me going. That's special, man. Yeah. That's really, really, really special. I feel like not a lot of people have that mindset and that's special. Just realizing that there's no quick destination. And even in, in life, like in a way, there's no destination. And once you identify that, it's, it hits different, right? Because you, let's say you reach your destination, you reach your goal, then what, you know? So, and, and it's fine. I mean, we're all about goal setting and having our, our short destinations, but our purpose has to be way bigger than that. It has to be for a greater good. And for you to have identified that right now is amazing, especially with those three things. Um, so, so tell me a bit more now with this journey. It's You already know it's going to be a lifelong journey in any sense because you're not limited to the superficiality of soccer or music or a religion. It's bigger than that because of the values that you have. With with these values, what have you done recently? I know it's three completely different things, but let's start with, with school for now. So you, you're the first... Uh, one in your family to go to college you go to uc berkeley where's that at right now uh degree wise and and things like that like on a more personal note yeah i mean finishing up for sure this this semester um having that last class to to get my degree which is i'm really excited about you know stats class so personally it's not my favorite i rather do a lot more like numbers like calculus algebra that's just my forte cannot relate <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah i'm really excited that's coming up to that's coming to to a close which i'm i'm happy about because not really because i don't like school like it's funny like i, I don't love school but i love learning okay i love learning new skills new new ideas new concepts because i just i feel like i love to be that sponge like Anything you can give me, give me, give me out. Yeah. Just you know, it, it it'll work out. And at the end of the day, somehow it'll be useful. So I love learning. So that's not really why I'm, I say oh, I'm glad. I I just think it's more of a, I'm excited to finally reap the rewards of of hard work. Like, you know, staying up late to do to study to to you know make mid midterms and homeworks and projects and things like that. So I'm happy that's coming to a close. It, you know, finals week is. This is gonna be the last last final I take here at Cal, school wise. Get yep. my degree and and then uh, go from there. But yeah, yeah, degree wise, it should be coming to a close. But um, learning, I'm I'm obviously not done learning at all. Yeah, I think it's Galatians six, but you reap what you sow. Yeah. So it's it's a good time for you, especially with this degree. If you were to go in this direction or you do end up someday, yeah. what do you want to do with this degree? Well, I, I want to get into tech. It's always been my biggest thing. Uh, actually, the degree I got or the major I am in is applied math with, it's called a cluster here, but I like to kind of say with the focus. Okay. So it's like a focus. They, they, they tell you pick a focus. Yeah. So I, I chose the computer science focus, computer science route, because that's, that's what I like to, I'd love to get into is, you know, coding, being a, a software engineer, a developer, someone that can just work with tech. Cause I, I've always been really interested, really pulled that way. So 
and I know tech's growing, so I know that it'll always be around, or it'll be around for a long, long time. But, but yeah, so I took a lot of CS classes, got really good with coding. I, I learned a lot of languages in that sense. Like I said, something that I have in the back of my pocket that if I end up going that route and, and you know, kind of digging a little bit more in that career, I, I would love to get into web development, app development, uh, work in, in companies that just have to do with either data analytics, things like that. Those things interest me, obviously, Getting into that path, I would do a lot more homework and research into what I actually want to do. But I, I know that that's where at least I want to put myself in, that situation I want to put myself in. Because I have background in math, and math is huge in technology. Yeah. And and then computer science and coding is uh, is also the other part. So it's those two hand-in-hand -hand things that uh, those what I got here in Cal. And so th that's what I would dive into. Okay. And with, with that tech connection, just to slide into transition into your next area right. with music how do you connect that tech where is your music at uh we'll, we'll talk about your your coming projects in a bit yeah. but as of right now like where is it at what have you done how do you connect it with tech yeah well so with tech i mean in music that's how i, I how i started music outside of of just the religion the church group was on the mac actually comes with garage band yeah. and it's just that's the program and i was just messing around with it a little bit i'd see my brother messing around with it that's what i'm recording on right yeah, now yeah so. exactly and so uh i kind of just messing around with that and like seeing the little instruments that are there obviously it's all software so i was like oh like it's cool i mean i usually i used to do music like like analog analogly i don't even know if that's a word but just, <laughs> just you know playing real time you know not on buttons and things like that so that was it started, got the ball rolling because it got me curious. And then uh, being able to, you know, in order to operate, you know, GarageBand or software, like now I use Logic, um, you got to, I feel like, have some sort of sense of, like, understanding technology, understanding how things work. And I think in itself, it's this little coding world in itself, you know, uh, figuring out buttons. So that's that's kind of, like, I feel like how they went hand in hand because, I, I like, you know every song is a project like you said in itself uh, and and learning how to kind of, of set time apart to work on it you know and and knowing that there's you know parts to it starting uh finishing editing you know and then going back again and going to you know like cleaning things up and fixing and things like that and i think just just the ability to project manage personally without having someone tell you how to do it or what to do or or things like that is how I kind of like transitioned my my world in okay coding and and in school like you learn how to like d dive into projects with deadlines with you know how to like you know operate your time in, yep. in those in those projects so I think that's the biggest way I transition I think from just using my my major and then just taking it to my personal hobby so yeah and and that that's great that you get to connect those two right and I mean obviously in in soccer, I mean, I'd say you could you've connected it in a way with some playlists that you do the team playlist. Yeah. But on a separate note, you're still a D one athlete, and I mean, you're a good D one athlete. You're not I just a random D one athlete. Um, I know you're too humble to mention it, but I mean, second team All Pac twelve right now this season. You've got many uh, like a great resume behind you, captain of of the team. Tell me on like how how you went through this process with soccer at the same time, the major's big, the music is big. Now you're at Cal. How was your, your soccer journey through that? Yeah, well, the so soccer journey for sure, uh, again, like with all of my journeys, ups and downs, definitely there were ups and the downs were down. But 
I uh, yeah, I was just able to be persistent, and it started off great. Got re- got recruited late, I would say, because my class was full when I got recruited. But uh, obviously, the coaches saw something in me to the point where like we're we're willing to bring you on, even though we've only seen you a couple games. We're willing to bring you on, and uh, the semester after the the season that you're I was supposed to come in. So spring semester. So the spring semester, and I said, you know what? Okay, that's good. Like I'll come in uh, in the spring. And so they took that leap of faith with me. I got here, and I was able to prove myself um, in practice to the point where I was able to get come in for the first spring game that we had at that time because the spring semester is the off season. Yeah. At, and so I was able to come, and we were uh, playing uh, some some semi pro team from San Francisco at the time. I, I it was it was another team. They're long. I think they're the Deltas. They they were gone. I think now, but um, yeah, and came in on half. I came in in the second half uh, and uh, I was able to, I had a good game and from there that's where my journey started coming in more consistently as a sub, kind of slowly proving yourself, you know, whenever you got the chance to and and to the point where I left a great impression uh, going into the summer uh, where where the coaching staff was like, you know what, you're playing really well, keep competing, we think you can be a starter for your first season here, uh, just keep working over the summer, which is what I did. Um, going back home, training with, with some like men's league teams, just playing, getting some fitness, coming back, putting in the same work, and then I was able to have a, a very successful first season, you know, uh, starting as my fresh as a freshman on the, like the starting eleven, playing good minutes. Wow. I thought that was really, like that really got me excited and motivated because like you know I'm doing something here, I'm playing the sport I love, I'm playing how I know how to play and a new level, and I'm already making an impact. I thought I was great and everything had had a good season and two goals against ucla that game was crazy wow. yeah um we won three two and i was just able and that was one of the games that knocked them out of the playoffs and got us into the playoffs my freshman year which is i was so that's happy. amazing i was stoked and uh a crazy game getting to playoffs uh lost the first game off a crazy game again but overall i'd say my freshman year was a great experience i had a great time a uh, great connection with the guys. Felt like I had a great soccer season, you know, and everything. Fast forward to sophomore season, right off the bat, come battling injuries off in the summer. Okay. Literally the first practice back from for preseason, I, I rolled my ankle real bad in the first practice um, out for like two weeks. And I traveled to, to our preseason in Pomona, yeah. Claremont, but I wasn't practicing. I wasn't even supposed to play. Uh, but but I was like, no, I want to play, I want to play, I want to play. So I was like doing a lot of work, kind of icing, doing things on my own to the point where I was able to play. But but now looking back, I don't know if I might have sped it up or, or to the point where I, that whole season I was really battling injuries. And also just mentally I was kind of more of a battle for me because – because I don't I mean it was because of the injuries but also just because you know mentally you, you go out there and you try to play how you know how to play and things you know like you said that, that was down here for sure because uh, I started off high and then uh, I had a lot of assists that year but slowly and surely found my way off of the squad um, for whatever reason and um, at the end of that season it was very I think that was one of the bigger lows that I, I met here soccer wise because you know, you come to, like, how you go from, you know, from freshman year, it's great year, to now a very subpar year, personally, personally on, on my 
just what I thought. And so um, it was a really tough time, and I think that's where I'm happy with what I ended up, you know, doing was what I took it personally, put in a lot of work, and junior year was able to, again, come back into the starting 11, be an impact player, be a high-minute player, be be a guy who you know, got goals, got assists, like uh, earned a spot again, I, I think, more so than for the team. I, I, I earned it in my eyes to myself because I knew, you know what, uh, I'm just going to do it or die trying is what I told myself. So I think that was a great year for me mentally, more than anything, more than soccer. I just appreciated how hard I worked off the field just to get back into what I loved. And uh, and then going for- forwarding that into COVID year, again, another tough year, which is where I was like, again, back to the same thing. But I knew I knew what it took and what it had to be done and, and going back and now having this season and how it did, you know, on a close call. But but I, I was happy with this season and, and with what we did. And like I said, that more so than the journey for me was great. It's just battling those tough times and highlighting the great times, but more so for the result. It's I highlight them for what it took to get there is what I really enjoyed. Yeah, you enjoyed the process. You enjoyed the journey. Yeah. And, I mean, it's an amazing four years for you. I didn't know your story yeah. uh, soccer-wise, um, so so that's nice. I didn't know you started as a freshman struggle then your sophomore year. Yeah. I only met you until your junior year, right. so <laughs> I, I got here. You're a veteran. You're balling. Um, <laughs> but that. But now, so, so now... Um, we fast forwarded your whole story. We get to this point in your life. You want to talk about where you're at with all three things. It's currently, I mean, late April, last day of April here. This is going to get posted in like June. But um, what is it like decision-wise going forward as of right now in all three things? Yeah, I feel like um, this time for me, as soon as the season ended here in the spring, has been... The next challenge for me is is making a, a big decision, and I don't mean big decision. That's like this is the decision because you know every decision is gonna be a big decision. Yeah. You know whether we know it or not. Um, but but it's been the next decision for me is okay now. What's the next step? Like where where do we go from here? I have my degree, but I also have another season of eligibility due to COVID. I have the opportunity to do that graduate certificate program which looks interesting, you know, but I also have the whole, I've been here for four and a half years per se. I've, uh, I feel like I've done a lot what I've wanted to accomplish. I've gotten the, the experiences. I've, I've like made the friendships. I've done it. I've put in the work and I feel like the decision is to, to, to make a call whether now is the time to take that leap out of the nest for me and go into what's next, whether that be back home and working on a career out in the world, trying to make it pro, make it to the next level, or working again on making it to this, like shifting now my focus really intensely to this music. And so I think it's back to the whole, I'm very, it's like a bittersweet. I'm happy that I was able to, balance all three out and have have a have a broad spectrum of choices so that i'm not just back against the wall i don't know what to do but it is bittersweet because now it's i'm getting to the point where i'm starting to realize not that you have to choose one over the other but you do have to take that next step in one of them to benefit just individually and keep growing because because what you know last thing i want to do is stop growing and just plateau which 
Um, not to say that anybody really plateaus, but you do get into, I think, I like being uncomfortable. I want to keep learning. I want to keep growing. I want to I wanna move into the next stages of my life, which is down the road, forming a family, you know, having some stability, having something that's mine that I can teach others, you know, that come after me, give them experiences that ne- they never got. And that those are my big goals. Like you said, goal setting is huge, not the destination, but but setting goals so that you have a roadmap to to for furthering your journey. So so that's where I'm at right now, trying to figure that out. And it hasn't been easy. I've loved talking to everyone who I've talked to back home, my friends, my family, my parents, uh, coaches here. I talked to Alec this morning, actually. Um, shout out Alec. Shout out Alec. Yeah, it was a great conversation. We had uh, gave me a lot of experience, a lot of his experiences that um, helped me look internally and say, oh, I like that or I don't like that or I, I, I uh, connect with that. I don't connect with that. Uh, so uh, that's why I've, I've talked to a lot of people right now in this time and, and taking taking the time to really think about what I like and what I love and where I see myself going. And personally, I I, I want to I just want to keep putting me myself in situations where I can keep growing. And I know I'm going to be happy with with whatever comes up with whatever I decide. And I think more so right now, these next couple of weeks, are, you know, are just going to be time for me to to start to start like trying myself in those three and seeing which way my heart pulls me is, is more so where I'm at and what I'd say is, is the next step for me. Yeah. yeah. You, you mentioned not having to pick one over the other. Your whole life you've balanced out all three. Do you see yourself committing to one but still trying out the other things at the same time? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's funny because my, um, my whole life I've always thought about what I'd, where I'd see myself in the future, I don't know if everybody does that. I, no, I do that. We all do it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I always say, I uh, wonder what what situation I'm going to be in. Like like you said, I, I, like you said, those three things, I see myself. I do see that and I understand now now that realistically it's going to be impossible to, to, to necessarily be super highly invested in all of those at once. Not to say it can't be done because anything can be done, but personally, I'm starting to realize and understand and um, just know that that it, it is going to take some energy and investment and a leap of faith to do, to kind of let one guide me and pull the other three along just because I know that regardless if, if I make it in one or the other, I know like they've, those three have been in my life. For the longest, I'm not just gonna drop dead and you know, like, oh, that's it. I, 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 you know, until here is where you guys are gonna come with me. No, I know that. Regardless, let's say you know, I continue playing soccer. I'm gonna continue practicing and preparing music because, you know, at the end of the soccer journey, maybe maybe the next step is to continue with the music. So I know that I need to continue preparing. And likewise with with my degree and with my major, I know that I need to continue to to prepare, sharpen the tools. And and be ready to be the next up if need be. I know that that the only difference is that instead of it being like that's your main like daily daily, you just kind of level it a little back. Personally, that's how I see you level it a little back, but you don't let it go completely. Yeah. So you just keep everything sharp and sharp and sharp, and vice versa. Same thing with soccer. I don't. If that were to end personally for me individually, I would still continue to watch and practice because. At the end of the day, I feel like I see myself coaching, and in order to be a good coach, I feel like you you need to keep sharpening your tools and, and trying new things and being able to, to just be 
be a soccer player first and foremost. So, like, I think what you said is, is right. I, I see myself, even if I dive into one, I still see myself doing the same thing I've been doing since I was little. It's just continuing to, to balance in the best way possible now that that might be adjusted. But I, I do see myself doing that personally because that's what I love to do. Yeah, and, and that's great. I want to go back to to something you, you mentioned. You said that at the end, you want to be able to give back to others, show others what you've learned, maybe provide opportunities for people that don't have certain opportunities. And right now you mentioned coaching. Is that like a goal you have in every area of your life? Is that something you got from your family? Is that personal? How, how does that work and what motivates you? Is that your greater good in life? Yeah, well, I, I know that there's going to be a time where in all three areas, a career is going to be not maybe over, but coming to a transition period like there is with anything in you know, transition to something else or something that's furthering your journey again. So I know that down the road, I want that to eventually be teaching. Um, and and, and teaching, I mean by teaching others, not necessarily being a teacher per se, but teaching others like what I learned, like the experiences that I had and helping them get to places that I wasn't able to get to. And I, I know that one of those ways I can do that is is coaching because I, I, I grew up with great coaches. You know, um, my dad being my first coach and teaching me everything he knew uh, and my mom being my teacher as well and, and everything she knew. And I just know that I'm so grateful for those people that have given me everything that I know that that, like it is I think my purpose to do the same be the best individual person I can be so that I have a great resume and experiences to to give to others so it kind of goes hand in hand like I know that my journey isn't just a solo journey but a journey that I want to take myself as far possible as I can go test the limit and then once I know I gave it my all I can give everything that I have in my brain and my heart to everyone around me, you know, my family, my future kids, or even future individuals that I just come in contact with that like allow me to be mentors, to be friends, to be whatever they need me to be. So, so down the road, I, I know that regardless, whatever I decide to do, whatever, like God blesses me with the opportunity to do, uh, I know that I'm going to be able to give back to the community. And I know that it's going to be something that I just want to do and I would love to do. And, and that's going to be a passion of mine for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's always the best thing, just giving back in a way, you know, and I feel I, I posted something earlier this morning on my story, like good things happen to good people. And I connected that with you reap what you sow. And I feel like it's, it's the same thing in a way, but even in a bigger sense, uh, because you're, I mean, you reap what you sow, yes, but that was when I mentioned that a few minutes ago, that was in your personal journey. Right now, I see it as maybe something even bigger because you talked about how big of a role your parents played in your life and your whole your whole support group and family. And now in a way, what they reaped their sowing in you doing the same thing for the next generation. So I think that's special. I think that's for sure a bigger purpose. And, and you mentioned it a lot, not the destinations, but the whole lifelong marathon. Mm -hmm. And that's important. And I'm glad to see you focused in that because a lot of people could be focused in those three areas and specifically to that. But 
to recognize that as not something super well to recognize them as superficial things while you still have the greater good in mind is just special and different and it's what makes people leave their dent in the universe you know and that's what's truly special um that's basically concluding our conversation um but i do want to give you the space to talk a bit about your upcoming projects and, and things that are working out yeah i appreciate that obviously a great conversation i had a great time time flew um but uh on to go on, on that i am gonna be promoting uh, an album coming out in the summer it's in the works right now i have a lot of tracks ready to go and, and still being being written being produced and being being created but but i just wanted to give myself you know i needed the opportunity to i asked that if you let me do that so be on the lookout so cisco i'm wearing a shirt shout out uh my girlfriend brenda she made these they're great um but suave cisco on soundcloud potentially that album will hopefully be on apple music and spotify okay i'm working on getting that done and it should be coming late june mid-july um, giving myself that deadline but keep, keep me posted and we'll post the podcast the week that you're gonna release it great great so yeah i'll let you know and, and we'll have that but so, yeah follow on social media so i will be posting more frequently because i'm starting to dive a, a little bit into that a little bit more into that so so i'll just go on all platforms instagram instagram twitter tiktok everything <laughs> yeah so and youtube too i'm also doing things on youtube so just yeah Suave Cisco and be on the lookout. I greatly appreciate your guys' support and um, on to the next with whatever comes. Uh, again, thank you for having me on. No, thank you so much. This is truly a pleasure. Um, you're really leaving your dent in the universe <laughs> in soccer, music, family, church, life, school, <laughs> everything, everything. And I'm really, really proud to call you a friend, a teammate, um, to have you here. And I'm really excited to see where where life takes you and what you do in the future um make sure guys to follow him suave cisco follow all his projects youtube tiktok twitter instagram um share this podcast with a friend or anyone that that would be interested in listening like it or if it's on youtube like it if it's on spotify like it as well yeah. follow on spotify subscribe on youtube and do the same for for cisco um thank you so much bro thank i you. really really enjoyed this talk i actually learned a lot and that's even better for me yeah, likewise and uh, yeah i'll see you guys next time thank you thank you so much for listening to today's episode make sure to subscribe to my podcast and follow me on my personal social media accounts for more all at Fer Andres. All links are in the description. If this episode inspired you in any way, please help me out by sharing it with a friend to help them leave their dent in the universe as well. That's it for today. I'll see you all next time.